time is the great equalizer. We all get the same amount. And today on Rooted Daily, we're going to see how God says we can make the most of it. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and if God sees fit not to send his son and we live through it, this year every one of us gets 365 days, 8,760 hours, 525,600 minutes, not a second more. God is willing to restore a lot of things to us, but time isn't one of them. So Moses says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Psalm 90 verse 12. You know, time is the greatest resource we have in this life. So don't abuse it. Now God wrote these words to the church in Ephesus. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 through 17. The days are evil, so redeem the time. Now the word redeem comes from the Greek word exagorazo, which means to rescue from loss. You know, the sand that is slipping through your fingers, Paul says rescue it. Don't let it go to waste, you know, which may be why the NIV translates it, make the most of every opportunity. Time is ticking, so get to work. Do something. Don't let this time pass by wasted. Now in the Bible, there are two words for time, chronos and kairos. Chronos is where we get our word chronology. It's calendar time. It's clock time. Chronos is sequential, past, present, future. It's linear. It moves in one direction. And it's important to understand that isn't how God perceives time. It's a human construct. God doesn't exist within the space-time dimensions that he created. Psalm uh, chapter 90 verse 4 says, A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has gone by, or like a watch in the night. You know, don't put God in the box of our clock, of our timeline. It won't work. And the second word for time, at least in the Bible, is kairos. And kairos refers to a window of opportunity. It's referring to a critical and defining moment, an appointed time. The word kairos is uh, an archery term. It refers to an arrow that's shot with both the right aim and the right force to hit a target. And if uh, the target is a long distance away, an archer knows that there are going to be more variables that come into play. The archer knows the arrow might actually need to be aimed a little off target in order to hit the target. So kairos is the ability to evaluate those variables. And kairos is what Esther chapter 4 verse 14 is all about. Mordecai tells Esther, if you keep silent at this time, liberation and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place. But you and your father's house will be destroyed. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Esther had a moment of opportunity. She was put where she was for such a time as this. Kronos is quantitative. It counts the minutes. Kairos is qualitative. It captures the moment. Now, time management, as in Kronos, is important. I mean, the psalmist even says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. 
If we don't control our calendar, our calendar has a tendency to control us. And so you have to establish priorities. You have to have boundaries. You have to understand your time and use it well. But what's even more important than managing our time is redeeming the time capturing the moment, rescuing the opportunities God gives us every single day. And in case you haven't guessed it by now, that word for time in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 is kairos. Time may be measured in chronos, but life is measured in kairos. And discerning and rescuing those moments is what it means to redeem the time. The trouble comes in when we get stuck in a chronos mindset and God's in Kairos time. You know, we're sitting there and we're wondering, when is God going to act? Because he's not working within our calendar. You know, we keep living out our faith. We're trying to do the right thing, but we get tired because we feel like we're all alone in it. We know we're supposed to reap what we sow, but we feel like all we're doing right now is sowing. When does the reaping come? Paul said to the Galatians, do not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, kairos, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary. Keep doing good. We will reap a reward. But sometimes the reaping, the blessing, is something we won't even experience on this side of eternity. And we need to be okay with that. Are you okay with that? You know, sometimes when we're faithful here, and God chooses to bless us over here, and I wish it was here, but I have to accept a lot of times it's over there. I mean, I wanna reap right after I sow, and when it doesn't happen that way, I feel like saying those four words that are pretty much a part of every family road trip. And if you've been a part of a family on a trip, or in my case, just me and Lauren in the car, I, I was the one who said it, uh, and you've been on that long trip, there's a question you'll hear. It gets asked soon, gets asked often, gets asked with a whining, obnoxious intensity that is designed to drive someone crazy. That question is, are we there yet? It's part of the human condition. And we see it all throughout the Bible. The whole Bible is asking that question, are we there yet? Noah hammering on a wooden ark for a hundred plus years. Are we there yet? Abraham and Sarah waiting for their son. Are we there yet? Joseph spending time as a slave and in prison. Are we there yet? Moses, God's people going around in circles in the desert year after year after year. Are we there yet? David appointed to be the next king yet for 12 years. He has to hide in caves and King Saul is trying to kill him. Are we there yet? Mordecai, Nestor living in captivity in a foreign land, far from home, waiting for the time of exile to finally be over. Are we there yet? If you feel like you're not there yet, then redeem the time. It's one thing that God will never give you more of. He'll never restore to you, so use it. And if you don't see immediate results, trust God's timing. Keep doing good as long as it takes. Pray as long as it takes. Keep believing as long as it takes. Don't give up as long as it takes. Keep doing the good and the right thing as long as it takes. Keep knocking, keep seeking, keep asking as long as it takes. Do not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, Kairos, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So are we there yet? Not yet. 
One day we will be, but we are not there yet. And it could be a long time, and it probably will be a long time, but that's okay. Be patient because it is coming, now or later. All we can do now is redeem the time. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's Word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's Word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent and be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.